through clarity. Hey, party people. Welcome back to Singles Therapy with yours truly, Sierra and Ethan, brought to you by the Believe Network. Let's get into it. That's the neck of your life. Gobble, gobble, party people. (laughs) What is up? We are here for our Thanksgiving special episode. I'm super excited to introduce you to the host of Singles Therapy, the gobblicious, gobble excellent, gobbly, extremely talented, Sierra Speck. I don't know how you feel about you. Is that why you use G for this one? Absolutely. Gobble, gobble. But I also, whenever you say that, I just think of the word gobble now is... Is ruined no. for me. No. Gobble Stop. me, gobble me, drip down, swallow me. If you right, eat Meg ass, I'm a bottom feeder. <laughs> I don't know what the word is, but you know she says gobble a lot in that song. Well, way to ruin it for the rest of <laughs> the rest of us. Well, that's what I thought about. Anyways, while Sierra attempts to ruin Thanksgiving for the rest of us, I'm super excited because Thanksgiving, as many people who know me well, know is my favorite holiday. You get a lot to celebrate. You get the friends, family, food, football, all the Fs. All the Fs. Maybe a little fuck. Anyways. <laughs> For sure. Maybe, you know, because Blackout Wednesday is a thing. Yes, it is. Parlaying into the next Thursday. And honestly, what I wanted to point out is it's really that first holiday on the holiday calendar season that starts bringing families back together, cousins back together, extended friends of family that you didn't know you had, your Uncle Bob who probably might be a little racist, and you just tolerate them just enough to let them come to the table. Just that day. Just a day. And why we're doing an episode on Singles Therapy about Thanksgiving, because I feel like there's tons of advice and tips we can give of etiquette at the table, what things you don't want to bring up with your family. For sure. How to survive the hangover from the Wednesday night before. It's not possible. It's possible. Well, trust me, there's a lot of drugs to help you with it, as well as endorphins and excitement and fun. And then lastly, we're going to be able to share our stories and also what we're thankful for on this beautiful, beautiful Thanksgiving, as I know you're probably hearing this right before your dinners tonight. Um, But Sierra, let's get into what makes Thanksgiving so special to me, and that is the coming together of everyone. Now, I don't have any stories. I don't have to be too concerned about the people that are going to be in the room with me. There's nobody that's going to tell me that Trump's the man or Biden's the man. I don't have to worry about that necessarily. Oh, that is so not the case at mine. No, I know. Yours is a little (laughs) bit more divisive. But but we're all on the same side. That's what's hilarious. Everyone just gets riled. Well, I mean, like, they all just get riled up at each other, uh, you know. I mean, it's it's a wild But There's always got to be a mediator. There's always got to be somebody. It's me. It's me. It's, it's me. me. I'm the Indian in that TP. It's me. And <laughs> it's me. And by the way, I do want to put a disclaimer that as much as I love Thanksgiving, I don't like the founding reasons of what Thanksgiving is. I just like it for my made believe new ideas that I've put on everybody, at least just in my family, to enjoy the holiday. But Sierra, it really does start bright and early. And I wanted to say why this becomes the first holiday along with then Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and Hanukkah for our fellow Jews of the show, um, is because Halloween, who people think is the start of the holiday season, is really just for boobs and booze, and for me, chocolate. 
that's not really a holiday. That's just a lot of partying, and there's no family gathering there unless you're walking your children to yeah, house to house. Nothing. But I'm assuming most people who are listening to this are single and don't have children yet. And if you do have children, I'm glad you walked your kids to house to house this year. Yeah, good um, for you. Pat on yourself on the back. But you can't you can't start Thanksgiving without that Wednesday, Sierra. It doesn't matter where you are in the country. It's the here best on the West, Right. If you're here on the West Coast, Midwest, East Coast, Europe. I, I will say going, in Europe. going out here. So last year I went out here for Blackout Wednesday in L.A. And it was my first Blackout Wednesday not in Cleveland. And it was weird. It was it was really weird because I was like, where do people go? Are these locals? Are the like who are the people at the bar? And I end up I ended up meeting a man and making out with him at that fine establishment, which is fine. There you go. That's the, what you're supposed to do. The philangeling. That's uh, like a one rule. of the F's. It's like yeah, the philangeling. <laughs> the philangeling with your phalanges. So you're supposed to do on Blackout Wednesday. And it was great, but it was just like weird because Blackout Wednesday is honestly also in the rule book. You're supposed to go somewhere where you see everybody you've ever known in your entire life from, like, grade school to high school to college. And, like, everyone's friends with, like, you know, your grade school friends are friends with your friends from high school. And they're friends with friends from, like, colleges. And now say everybody you bring knows, in the college friends. Now, yeah, now everybody knows everybody. And you're like, oh, like, I went to grade school with your boyfriend and I met you in college. And it's, like, it's a wild time. And then you're like... I don't want to say hi to everybody, and you gotta say hi to everybody, and you just—it turns into a shit show. It's, it's the so real—it's the real way to do a reunion. I'm glad you actually brought that up, and that's why it's interesting to hear that you did a West Coast version of it, where I'm sure everybody here on the West Coast at least had their friends and family and first makeouts and last makeouts and virginity losers. Like it's—that's yeah. what it, you, honestly Thanksgiving is. The non-nerdy way of doing a high school reunion. It is everyone yeah, knows the goal. Yeah, and everyone's you all getting go drunk. To the same places every year. Like same every bars. Year you go to the same bars. You know everybody in the goddamn bar. And like the way you put it, advice for people: there are don't think it's weird that you walk in there and you don't want to say hello to about fifty percent. No, of the I'm people. All, I literally like, and I'm saying this is I get excited for Black Ops Friday because of these things. But also, you're, just, you're that, so drunk already. You changed the day. But that you same moved it to Friday. That same did I? Yeah. <laughs> Blackout Wednesday. Blackout Wednesday. But that same night, before I even set foot in the bar, I literally bitch and complain like, "Oh my god, I don't want to see all of high school tonight. Like I just am not in the mood." And then I get there, and I am a social butterfly. I am I think, a social goddamn butterfly. I think I'm like, drinks, oh my god! I think a drink makes it more socially acceptable acceptable to speak to somebody. Yes. And it, the levels keep changing, right? Like, again, we can joke about your first makeout. We can joke about your first boyfriend. We can joke about just somebody that you shouldn't have shared swapping spit with and yeah. all that. It gets easier for you to go up and talk to these random people the more drinks with you have alcohol. in you. Which, mm-hmm. the name is Blackout mm-hmm. Wednesday. I'm not saying I condone it, but I do. We do. You black out on Wednesday. We definitely black out. Right before Thanksgiving. This is the time. Absolutely. This is the time to let it all out before you sit with mom and pa and the siblings who are also probably a little bit hungover at this point the next day as well. Um, but, like, we're getting so old that, like, my hangovers last, like, two days now. Like, I get nervous to black out. Well, you're also, like, you have one of the worst tolerances for a hangover ever. But that's, again, a conversation for a different day <laughs> I when, know, when we go so over hangovers. Terrible. But, yeah, no, it is It's quite the scene. Like I said, it's just uh, – an unruly version of a high school reunion that gets sloppy. Things happen. Arrests. Children are born. All kinds of things happen. It really is. And although I will venture out to say maybe you reconnect and rekindle with a friend of yours 
You hadn't seen in a long time. Right, exactly. I did, and we actually dated for a bit. Wow. Yeah. You just turned a friendship into a relationship on Blackout Wednesday. Well, we dated in high school, and then this was in, like, college. When we, like, I saw him again in in college when I was home for break. And I was talking to him, and I was like, oh, my God, you're so annoying. And then he texted me later that night, like, something funny that we had talked about earlier. And I was just like, okay. And then we kept texting, and then it turned into, like, a full-blown, like, relationship when we were in college. And I was like, okay, I don't know. Uh, Thank you to the gobble gods. Yeah, I don't know what this means, but sure. And he's, he's still a douche. He, <laughs> well. <laughs> well, not anymore. He's married with, like, a kid, and I haven't talked to him in a while. And so, like, I hope that they are doing well, but the way he ended my, our relationship was uh, pretty douchey. Well, anyways, the Gobble Guys presented you that opportunity, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've had many, uh, my friends would be really upset listening to this episode, as I feel like I've dictated uh, we're going out on those Blackout Wednesdays. It is usually a ruckusy pregame, followed by me picking a bar closest to this girl that I was obsessed with mm-hmm. forever, with a lot of lead. I know you, I know that mm-hmm means you know who I'm I speaking know about. I about. Not, not this year. She <laughs> shall not be named. She shall not she be shall named. She shall not be named. She's um, like Voldemort. She basically is. Um, <laughs> I want, I'm sure she could probably get this reference on this show. But anyways, I used to drag my friends to these bars being like, it's going to be a great night for all of us. We're going to find and our And they're new, like, we know new, why you're going here. And they, Yeah, they're like, Ethan, you, don't, you, don't, you can't put this past us. Yeah, like, they know. They're like, why this bar? And I'll be like, you know, it's a new one. It's We're trying new, something it's new. It's nice. Um, so Quite. I've, I've been pretty selfish on Thanksgiving. I'll be honest about it. I mean, I make my family do everything I want. I make oh my, my friends God. do everything I That's want. That's why it's your favorite holiday. I know, because I don't... Why I don't, do they listen to you? Because I don't even take my own birthday as a holiday. So it's... Yeah. It's not. Anyways. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. Your birthday's a holiday. It's actually on It's on MLK weekend. I know, but that's a, so, that's a, not on MLK day. Every six years it is. Well, then it's... Every six sometimes years it's a holiday. holiday. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Sometimes a holiday. Anyways, we all get the premise of Blackout Wednesday. We've all made gregarious mistakes. By the way, my vocab on the show, probably horrific. And I also probably butcher half the words. I know. I'm going to be honest with you. I just kind of throw it out there and see what sticks. Gregarious is a nice word. I thought it was a good word for that instance. Um, Do you have any other? I mean, I guess you just gave a pretty good one. I mean, I'm thinking of Blackout Wednesday. I've had to corral friends. Throwing beer bottles in downtown park centers where kids will be oh, the next day. Yeah, yep. It gets ruckusy, but I do appreciate the I've nature of it. I, I like appreciate I've, that everyone goes out with the same mindset. Yeah, everyone goes out, and it's like we're going to end up in a field somewhere later. And I think that did happen, actually. One of my friends I'm thinking about, um, we didn't know where he went. And the next day, we all woke up, and we're like, where did he end up going? And he ended up getting kicked out of the bar walked home, well, tried to walk home, and then ended up falling asleep in a random person's front yard. Then they call the cops, and the parents are like, we can't come get you right now, and so they have to call his other, like, older brother, who was also blacked out the night before, has to then go get his brother from this random-ass yard. These cops, like, questioning this man, like, what the fuck are you doing in this front yard? It was a whole scene. So, anyways, tips, I didn't do that. tips from the great therapizers, Sierra and Ethan, on this episode of Singles Therapy. Go into Blackout Wednesday, no one's going to be a rough Thursday morning. But go in there ready to have a good time. Go in there with a ride. Know you have a ride Make home. sure if you've you got have a younger sibling. Ride services. Yes. Younger siblings. Something. Make sure you have a place you know you can crash at. This year, we're going to be walking distance from a house that we'll be able to sleep at. That is a luxury oh, not ideal. everyone gets to have. But definitely. 
write it on your arm, put it in your phone notes, know exactly where you're going to crash that night. Now, don't go in with love alibis. Don't go in. No, sometimes it's fun, though, if you don't know where you're going to crash that night because then then gobbling gobblings can happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was trying to think of a yes, G word. But that's what, that was the next one. I was go- No love alibis. Don't go in with a plan for somebody you've loved in years past or loved. That's hoping- advice to yourself. A little bit. But <laughs> but it opens the door for new opportunity, and that's what does, Blackout Wednesday is yeah. all about, finding that one person you might have relations with that you'll never see that you or maybe him. you see again yes. in future Blackout Wednesdays. Future Wednesday. Blackout Wednesdays, and you're like, hmm, yep, knew you, saw you, went home with you last year. Because then you wake up Thursday morning and you're like, fuck, I either have a football tourney today, I either have a 5K, or I'm supposed to be at like dinner helping my grandma already. Yeah, a lot to do as we move into the Thursday portion of it. I've woken up every Thanksgiving for the last, since I was in second grade, so we can go almost 20 years, um, playing a football game at 9 a.m. No matter the hangover, I've played, I've booted and rallied on the field. I have pooped my pants on the field. I have done pretty much all of it. That's nasty. To stay active and stay alive and play. I know, like you said, people have a 5K. Shout well, what out. If, what, would you, what would you do if you met a woman and she was the love of your life and you find out her family does 5Ks on that more, the next one? She'd run a 5K and I'd play football. But what if she lives in a different state and you are not in Chicago that year? You love her that much that you went to like Jersey. See, this is that's a deeper conversation to have about the holiday dynamics in a relationship. She gets Christmas, she gets Hanukkah, <laughs> she gets Passover, no. she can have Easter, she can have my birthday. Fucking take that. Like I said, every six take, years, I'm okay. Okay. I don't care. Thanksgiving will always be mine. That will be the great, the grand compromise of my relationships will be the Green Bay Packers and Thanksgiving. That's all I ever asked for. Okay, fair. And I think that's so. Whoever's fair. listening out there, that's gonna be my future. X. Um, that <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we get into, like I said, morning, wake up. I know you're bad with a hangover. I'm pretty good on, there's some energy about Thanksgiving. I'm up 8 a.m., ready to die. Probably Sometimes I'm good. I've had other parents holding my hair back in the morning because I don't ever crash at my own house the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. So, But one boot, one rally, you're back at it, playing a strong football game. Get home. Now, let me tell you, this is the most important part. Whoever's hosting, who's ever cooking, you give them all the respect and recognition that day. They're putting together a fantastic yeah, meal always. for you. It's and always grandma. Granny Yours Sandy. is grandma. Mine Granny is my Sandy. mother and father working together, putting turkey tom in the in the oven, I making sure it's great. I my, hope my grandma My mother's stuffing. By the way, we might as well go through. If we could do a Mount Rushmore, you're going to get two on this. You do know, by the way, Mount Rushmore is four, right? Yeah. Just want to make sure you know your... I know my geography. Yeah, but when you say the Mount Rushmore of something, it's the four best. I just want to make right, sure. Right, but why do I only get You're going to get because I'm going to get We're just going to build a Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving food. Okay. And I'll even and let I you will, go first. I will say Thanksgiving is not my favorite food. That's fine. Like, everyone's like, oh my God, I love it. Is it is the best food in the it's world. It's not. I know you're, my sisters say the same thing, but it's that's not. why they're already dead to me. So, um. <laughs> Sorry, Ethan, sisters. Um, um, but we'll put one together. I'll go first since it doesn't sound like stuffing. My mother puts the stuffing mm. in the turkey. So bad. It's a nice sausage stuffing, good breading. Honestly, my favorite thing in the entire world. I eat it for seven days after the actual Thanksgiving yeah, event. See, that's not my stuffing. And that's like, honestly, if you think about Thanksgiving dinner, it's turkey and stuffing. Like that, and like every other family. Okay, well, are you going to put turkey on Mount Rushmore or are you leaving him off? No, I'm going to put turkey on Mount Rushmore for sure. That's Black, like, dark that's meat, like the. I don't know what meat we have. I think we have both. I don't well, you know get what bo- I eat. Yeah, you get a whole turkey. Is it the dark? The legs meat? are dark meat. The thighs are white meat. Is that how that works? Yeah. 
I thought you have to buy a certain turkey, and that turkey is dark meat. Wow, you really didn't go to <laughs> elementary school. Um, is that what they teach? I mean, you know well enough that you know what dark meat part of the chicken dark meat comes from, well, and you know the, what part the, come, like, the white no, meat comes from. No, I never knew that. Cause and honestly, I'm going to specify, on Mount Rushmore, I'm only talking dark meat, the chicken legs, or the turkey legs. We um, don't do legs. We like cut yeah, it like a yeah. like a spike. But I, it's like my holiday, it's so they meat. give me the leg. If they it's, don't give me the leg, they know there's a problem. No, I just like cut it from like wherever. It's normally just white meat. That's why I thought when McDonald's switched well, over to the white breast, meat, the breast, white meat. I thought when McDonald's switched over to white meat that it was just like a different type of chicken. But that's not even no. real chicken. No, it's it's a paste <laughs> at McDonald's. Um, but yeah, I'd put turkey yeah. up there, but I put white meat. I mean, I'll, I'll eat dark meat. I, I don't remember the I taste. I soak that thing in gravy anyways. I'm going to come back here because I think it was going to be neglected. But don't say is, yams. I'm not going to say the yams. Although yams. now I, now I want to say mashed potatoes. But now I'm going to put mashed potatoes Okay, on perfect. There. Then I'm not saying the dessert. A nice pumpkin dessert, whether it's a pumpkin pie, mm. pumpkin chocolate chip bread, any of that. Pumpkin chocolate chip bread. Now we're talking. That's My mother makes a mean that. loaf of chocolate pumpkin chip We bread. always have pie, and I hate pie. Okay, well, dictate. You're 27, you're 28 years old. They know. I've dictated I want corn there all the time. So you get corn. And I'm the only person. And Does anyone know, do you have corn at Thanksgiving? Yeah. Right? It's normal. My family was like, no one eats corn. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Indians grew corn. Native Americans, if we're going to be politically correct. Uh, but, Native Americans. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, corn. they harvest I put corn they harvest in my corn. mashed potatoes with the That's gravy. fine. That's probably great. A little bit of salt, a little butter. Well, delicious. All right, mashed potatoes is your last one. On yeah, that's my Rushmore. So we got turkey, mashed potatoes. Um, what did you say? Yams? No. <laughs> the pumpkin. The stuffing and the pumpkin. Yes. We don't. Yeah, we have pumpkin pie. The stuffing like pie. of the pumpkin. But um, I don't the, like pie. I don't like pie. I'm not a big pie guy, but chocolate chip pumpkin bread is my like go-to Thanksgiving. You know, Danielle made some made like four loaves of pumpkin bread here like a couple weeks ago. She was trying to perfect a recipe. You guys may remember Danielle from last episode, Previous two episodes episode. ago. There you go. Um, and uh, I was putting my own chocolate chips in there because she neglected the chocolate chips. I told her, I, don't be offended. Do not be offended that I am doing this, but I feel like it just, I just, it I adds. need some chocolate. Yeah. It adds a little pizzazz. So I did. And she tried it herself, and she did not mind it. And her pumpkin bread was phenomenal. I agree. And now that we have the food on the table, I want to talk etiquette of Under Thanksgiving. The yeah. By the way, back from, we're back here. Episode, not sure. Six? One, number seven. I think it's going to be seven. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back underneath the table here in Sierra's apartment. That's yes. why the sound is so good again. But and our are, blanket fort. Our blanket fort under the table, which might be just the location for all of our episodes. So we hope you come and join us at some point underneath the table. We'd Plenty of space. Very spacious. Table. Gets a little warm, but you know what? We're in a colder season, so it's pretty good. Under my table. Under Sierra's table. But anyways. That could be sexual. I think everything you try to say, <laughs> you started the episode <laughs> ruining like my childhood turkey essence. Oh, well. Anyways, etiquette at the table. I don't care how hungover you are, Sierra. You make it work. You sit upright, have a glass of water, and you entertain the guests that are at the table. I feel like my etiquette's fine. But again... I know it's tough. I have a a really small family. And we also have to split up because my grandma's house isn't that large. So some of us are at the main table, the nice table. Is there a kid table? And there are other people... It's not a kid table, but it's a smaller table in my grandma's kitchen. So Can you tell who usually gets pushed to the smaller one of the kitchen? Yeah, we have assigned seating. <laughs> I am at the nice you, table in the same spot every single year, and everybody knows don't fuck with me. 
I know, but are there people who get like relegated? Are there people who get promoted to like the good table? Sometimes it depends on who shows up that year. Because sometimes we've got some flakers. But I usually know. I think who's... if you flake, you should have to sit the small one. Yes, the following for sure. year. Well, there's no real rules there because we pretty much have assigned seating always. Like I can tell you where everybody sits all the time, every year. Well, that's that's great. I have one table. One table fits all. We have a small family. It's me, my two sisters, my mom, dad. And uh, it used to be bigger with the having a bigger family, but as you know, life goes on. People die. Not to be morbid here in this yeah, story, well, but that happens. And we have extra leaves if we need it in our table, which leaves? is a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a terminology for like extra parts of a table that you like pull your table apart. <laughs> I know what you're talking about yeah. from back in the day. Yeah, and we have that. So absolutely, that's, we all Just have in our. Case. By the way, we all have our same seat the entire time. I think I'm the middleman. I get my own side of the table because I know how much food is going to be in front of me. My sisters sit opposite me, mm. and my parents sit at the head of the table. Are you a food mixer where, like, everything's on your plate and touches? Yes, because awesome. it all goes to the same no, place. No, my food doesn't touch. I know. You're a child, which we've established <laughs> here today. Some things can, some things can like, tap Literally, it doesn't matter. That plate is going to be filled to the brim. It could all be touching. Like, a turkey can make a no, child see, with a mashed potato. No, my dad does a that, and A stuffing can I make a child over. with the yams. So gross. The green beans can be inside the turkey oh, somehow. Oh no! But now we're just talking poopycock. But you <laughs> get to you, 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 you get you, yeah, it's poppycock. But poppycock. You're gonna get there one day. <laughs> Anyways, you get to the table. Everyone, it's almost like the beginning of the recollection of the year. Like, how has everyone been doing? How are we progressing? Who's working where? It's always here. Do you have a boyfriend yet? We only have one sibling <laughs> that gets asked that question, but because she's successfully been in relationships, she's actually oh. brought people to my Thanksgiving dinner, which is almost criminal. Because it's not the dad who's concerned. It's not my mom who's concerned. Mm-hmm. I've, it's been tough. I've been an angry motherfucker before. Oh, God. No bueno. Dude, she's brought, you bring boyfriends into my Thanksgiving on my day, you're you're in for a ride. That kid better have something special about him. And I'm not talking See, between what, his legs. Yeah. Well, well, hopefully he's got that for her sake. But don't think about that. It's your sister. Get your, mind, get your head out of that gutter. But That's no, mine's. I don't want to. I like don't want to bring somebody home for Thanksgiving because my uncles will tear him. Yeah, that's a rite of passage. Apart. It's a rite of passage. Like my uncle Craig, could eat you. Could eat anybody. Like well, that's just, just like this is actually a great topic for like people listening. Like, at what point do you bring in the significant other? It's got to be like real. Like real, real. Like real, real. Like I was bringing This is almost my, like moving in with somebody. I, literally. Like I was bringing my ex home last year for Christmas. We didn't make it to Christmas as a couple. But it was planned. Wah, wah. And I was like legitimately like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. What am I going to do? What are my uncles going to do? What's my dad going to do? Like what is the family going to do? My grandma will be fine. What are we going to do? Yeah. I'm not literally. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, it didn't happen, so crisis averted. But it will have to happen one day in the future. High-pressure situations, especially if it's, like, their first meeting of the parents. Yeah. Like, that's... And I I think it's honestly better if you have a big family because you could really, like, bounce Yeah, you can hide them a little bit, too. They don't have to be center-focused. Yes, the whole thing. When you got a small family, you got small tables, and you got two tables, we got to make room for you at my table because my assigned seating is not changing. So we have to add a chair, and then all eyes are on you, leaves. homie. you got to get a leaf for your table. Well, well I don't think my grandmas have leaves. Okay. All right, well. <laughs> I think we're out on that. Anyways, I think that's got to be one of the most triggering topics is bringing in a significant other and, like, just the grill sesh that will amount from that. <clears throat> and I don't think my family would ever amount to doing that, and I think they would be very 
cautious to not embarrass myself as well as themselves. Like they would, they'd, they would want you to feel comfortable and be part of it. I know that families across the country all have different styles and meeting a significant other of their own or of their child's own, whatever phrasing I was trying to go with there. Um, yeah. Like, like I said, you stay away from religion unless you're all cohesively against one religion. Just kidding. Don't do that. We'd love everybody. Love everybody. Um, you don't talk politics. You most often will probably speak on sports and your sisters and mothers who may not be super fans of sports might get annoyed. Be careful about the flatulence at the table on Thanksgiving. I think, I think that's fine. I think that there is a certain time that's... in the meal you can let some gas out, but but Definitely not worry. Not worry. And that's that's normal. But I also think if you're really thinking about it, like our or the, at least like the generation above us, I feel like they're very heated when it comes to like politics, which is what I was saying earlier. Is like now we don't have to go. I love into how this, you went from gas to politics. But I'm just because you sparked an idea or like a thought in my brain, and I, I feel like there just is keep no that away from my ass. There, there is no stopping the older generation from just like they almost have like no filter when it comes to politics like if you're around like adults they're just like they just assume that you're whatever they are like, well there's just, also an age i i will matter agree. if you're left or you're right or you're in the middle or like whatever they just start blabbering they go oh my god and blah 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 and did you hear yada yada and then as our generation we kind of have to comfortably just be like yeah isn't that crazy <laughs> Like, response you kinda, to well, it. I mean, in best of both world case there, we were talking about, too, like, I remember in the later years of my grandfather, who certainly had no filter and would hate me for this next comment, and my dad okay. will back him had a little Larry David to him. He didn't like the way Larry David <laughs> portrayed Jews because my grandfather was a Jew, but he had some Larry to him. And whether it came out of his mouth or his ass, he stopped giving a shit at what point it did. Love and that. Yeah, and, like, that's the perks of getting older, and I think that's the boundary set when you get to be 65 and up and, and, a, and a grandfather. You get to just let it go on both sides. But it's not even you get to let it go, and I think I've maybe talked to you about this before. Oh, the like, idea, your brain starts Your brain literally change. starts, like, chemically changing where, like, you actually don't have a choice. Like, you have no filter People just tuned out to this science experiment. They're like, these people are talking funny shit, and now they're giving us I am a science. doctor. I am a, this I'm is a the house of learned doctor, <laughs> singular. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a doctor. I'm the furthest thing, but... I wanted to really quickly, I know you already gave a good story. I want to, everyone has a bad mishap Thanksgiving story, and I, I thought I'd share mine with you. I yeah. feel like I may have or may not have it's shared possible. this with you. I've known you for 10 years. Yeah. So I don't, I, I used to, in abundance, smoke weed when I was younger, 15 in high school. Mm-hmm. I really stopped in college and very rarely do it in my adult life. Right. But I don't, I don't shy away from an edible. I like getting high from time to time. I just Absolutely. don't, I just don't have the use for it. All the time. I thought last Thanksgiving, you know, my parents are open about weed now. They like it. My sisters oh, like it. Yeah. And I was like, I could be cool. I could join the family who, by the way, none of them took any edibles or smoked any weed. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to take four. They're like, yeah, Ethan, we've got like these 10 milligram gummies. And I was like, oh, easy. I take two, 20 milligrams. Perfect. Haven't had That's weed. That's way too much. Haven't had weed in like six months, way 12 months, way two much. years. Way too much. I take them, feel fine, and the night shifted fast. Well, is like, this Thursday? Is it Thanksgiving? This is the Thanksgiving. This is oh, on, okay. this, we're in the middle of playing Uno when I realized You're my life up. is on the line. <laughs> You're and, fucked up. And ne- the next draw four could possibly put me over. Okay. 
And so dinner when dinner starts getting closer, the parents headed into the kitchen. You haven't eaten dinner yet? Oh, no. This is, yeah. This, this is gets, pre-dinner. This is pre-dinner. This is Jesus Uno before Christ. dinner. This I is in between football. After. No, this is in between football, Uno, and the dinner. And the okay. d- Uno's where it hit. And uh, sisters go upstairs to clean up. My parents are in the kitchen about to set like, I need to go splash some water on my and, face. And I'm on the couch, face down. Like, <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't suffocate myself from the cushion, I'm going to have – was the perils of death came into my mind. I was like... But were, were the perils of death because, like, I'm this high I'm in front so of my high. family? I'm so high. I was like, I felt my heart, and this understanding this heart can oh. stop at some point. And oh, I was really, God. And, You're overthinking. And my sisters have to, like, kind of, like, nudge my shoulder to get me to the table. So we get to the table, and my family does a tradition where we go around saying something we're thankful for. Oh, God, with my guys, heart. I don't know if you've ever watch Charlie Brown where you get the like wah 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 yeah. and that might even be the wrong cartoon I'm talking about no that's that's Snoopy yeah Charlie so, Brown alright so I never start it I'm always the last one to go and I kid you not I could not look up the entire time <laughs> my head was weighted I knew if I made eye contact with anyone I would instantly start laughing and crying simultaneously all at the same time so everyone had gone it, I got the tap from my mom, who had to have an embarrassing tap on my hand. Like, come it, on, honey, it's your turn. It was time turn. to go, to the point where they had to neglect my. I gave an attempted speech, but I couldn't not laugh. Oh my God. I couldn't not cry. My sisters oh. were my sisters were on the floor dying because my parents were mortified. <laughs> I had sure. I had lost all capability to speak or no be. No motor control. Abilities. Now eating is easy at that point, but any other motor skill was Done. out the door. Ah, caramba! And that's what ruined a good Thanksgiving because everyone wants to have a nice <laughs> yes, conversation. You're just like, but fuck. everyone's like watching me suffer in this case of happiness and, and crying. I was so stoned I couldn't speak or say what I was thankful for. That is honestly, that's fucking incredible. Proud yeah. of you. Yeah. So that Did you was. Apologize the next day. Oh my god! I mean, it's been a running joke for two years now. Like, uh, I, yeah, I will yeah, not yeah. be taking edibles this year at Thanksgiving. But definitely don't. As we wrap it up, Sierra, I do want to give. Feel free to run with it. We're here at the end of the episode. This is a, a holiday of being thankful. So I want to give you opportunity as we wrap up to say what you're thankful for this Thanksgiving. Um, I am thankful for. I feel like. Everyone's just thankful for the same things always. But my friends, my family, the fact that I, you know, have a roof over my head, um, have good food, and I'm going to be with good people this year, and everything's great. I don't really know what else. What else should I be thankful for? I'm thankful for so many things, it's hard to just list them out. Hard to do, but maybe you do it. You take one day before Thanksgiving, you write it out. That's what I've been doing. I'm thankful for the air that we breathe. Thankful for this table. For allowing us to have amazing sound on our wonderful podcast. And, uh, mm hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds like I'm gonna be way more thankful and sincere than you are. And you know what? I'm genuinely, genuinely thankful for the opportunity to do this podcast with somebody that is so close to me. We've known each other oh, for nearly like a, a decade. I know. I'm so good at this. Is, I just gave it a speech works. at a wedding. You gotta know I'm gonna come from the hip here. He planned this before. Anyways, I'm so thankful for Sierra and this podcast. I'm so thankful for all my friends and the name drops I'm about to have from the Amandas to Danielle's to Danny and Kate here in. Los Angeles, to the boys back home, and Xander, and Dylan, and Matt, and Tommy, and Jared, to Tova, and Scottsdale, to mm-hmm. my parents, mm-hmm. Michael, and Kathleen in Illinois, to Aaron, and Caitlin, my siblings wow, that I just shit on. Wow, we're name dropping. I just general. 
I'm just thinking about all the people, and if I didn't hit your name, look out for my Instagram post on Thanksgiving. I'm gonna give one of those massive collages for everybody oh, I'm thankful for. It's man. my favorite holiday. I love everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, for participating, and gobble gobble party people. We'll catch you next time. Gobble gobble the Get the breath to breathe, you're next to me Building up some press release to get none You'll get none, you'll get one Oh girl Hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch, Zach up in this bitch I've arrived with a motherfucking bucket full of CDs I'm flying out my city and it's really something Bust me in little buildings and the hills amongst them Got a couple homies out in Austin, cost them Tickets pop down Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage A bigger wage Just coming from what's pumping in my ribcage I'm getting paid And nothing's new again now my dick again, yep I came up out what I used to claim Back in blacker days, now I move the ball forward I'm cracking open pack of plays, Dave I'm pumped about your son, man, your one man That got me into music in the first place In the worst ways, I, I wanna give your boy the gift of feeling right brain To know the love that mom and pop and Drew and us have contained I, I can't say that it gets to me But every time I pull my head up, there's a flex to V You'll get none, you'll get none, you'll get none Show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.